First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. I have a lot to get to today. It's going to be a very special day. Richard <laughs> said, I bet the exaggerator uh, says it's going to be in the 80s. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Andrew, apparently. Yes. Yeah. No, but does you correctly really, does, said. Does he really think I'm the great exaggerator? All right. On the weather? That's fine. Well, yeah, I, I guess, I, I I remember... guess the only time I exaggerate is when I describe his cheesecakes, and then I go overboard. <laughs> a little oh, bit too much. That's funny. Oh, a little too far. Okay, um, today, just keep in mind, it's going to be a special day, especially if you came in here a little hungry. And especially if you're you're wondering uh, about uh, some products. You might not be wondering, but I'm going to make you want to wonder. Trust me when we're done <laughs> oh, with I'm this. I'm wondering. I am wondering. Uh, we have a Comets contest to get to. We'll talk about that. Um, Cardelia in Rome. I have to uh, get into something that she uh, sent in here. Uh, Joe Biden, President Biden, giving an update on the state of COVID-19 vaccines in the U.S. And things actually seem to be ahead of the uh, the initial timeline. Uh, I know we've moved to 16 plus, but the country is going to be going there too. coming up. Rachel Sutherland standing by on the line right now. What do we know this morning, Rachel? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Well, the president, yeah, bringing the nation up to date on the state of vaccinations in the country said that uh, eligibility for vaccines is running way ahead of schedule. 100 percent of Americans uh, would be eligible to be vaccinated by April 19th. That's nearly two weeks ahead of time. Original deadline was uh, May 1st. He also said that 150 million of, uh, doses of the vaccine have gone into arms uh, within his first 75 days in, in office, and, and he did set this goal of 200 million shots by his 100th with his 100th uh, day. Uh, but he did also say, "Look, uh, even though there's progress, uh, he said that the country still needs to uh, really be uh, taking precautions that we're still in the life and death." Uh, you know, battle against the virus, um, and, and he also said that 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 when it comes down to it, uh, eventually uh, we may, as the nation, start giving uh, vaccines to other nations that are having trouble uh, getting supply. Um, it is it is interesting how we're watching, at least in our area, the vaccine centers being very aggressive in getting people in the door. Um, if if a, there's a cancellation. They uh, they have a standby set up. I mean, they really, really want nothing to go to waste and get as many people vaccinated. I also saw a number here in uh, in New York, and it's uh, daycare people and teachers. About eighty percent of them are currently mm-hmm. vaccinated here in uh, in New York. That's a great number. Oh, it is, and I think that that is also uh, you know reflects what's going on around the country. And I. You know, in my area, too, they have uh, it's almost this pop up. It's an old big box store where they've converted it to a yeah. vaccination center. And I got my first shot last weekend. The place was mobbed. There had to have been 600 yeah. people in there and, and just moving uh, so uh, like expeditiously. It was just really organized and people were in and out of there. And it seems like there's there's still a lot of, um, you know, Folks just really wanting this vaccine. There's, there's going to be a certain amount of people that don't want it no matter what. Yep, yep, but you wouldn't yep. know it from, from visiting these places. I think when they close down these vaccination centers, they ought to send them all to Disney and show them how to run a real line. <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm the, telling you, it was fast. They're I moving. Thought, I thought, oh, I'm going to be here for hours. I, it was not the case. I was yeah. in and out really fast. And the other part, Rachel, that I, at least I've noticed here, is, and I, I'm, I'm sure this is the case, is that there's an enthusiasm. They want people to be excited 
They want to reduce your stress level if you're a little nervous. It's almost like they brought in people that, I, at least the, the one that I went through, it was like they were, they brought in stand-up comedians that were there to keep everybody <laughs> in a jovial mood and keep well, everybody moving. I did that, but you know, everybody was super nice, though. And yeah. the, and the, but I could tell as I was waiting in line looking at the other faces, there, and we had masks on, but there was yeah. a look of concern. But then when they when they got up to the the staff that was there, people seemed to feel good. And yeah, yeah. And, and and the other side of it, the feeling of oh, okay, I, I've done the first one, so I've got my second one coming up here at the, in a, in a few weeks. And um, yeah, it, it, it yeah. is a, a feeling of wow. I mean, for a lot of people who are very high risk, they can get these vaccines and know you know I, I'm not going to die of this. Yeah, of it's this. a feeling of, of freedom. Uh, Who's ready to get the shot today? I can't hear (laughs) you. You Uh, you know, there needs to be straight talk on vaccines, though, because yeah, I I did, I did suffer, and it was my first shot. Mm -hmm. But I spent Easter wrapped up under about seven blankets with pills. I mean, it went away. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it it can happen. But that, but yeah, people need to be aware of that too. How long did you have that for? Oh, a a good twenty-four to thirty-six hours, as far as. The chills went away yeah. and the body aches continued. Yeah. What but I found what, what I found interesting is even the pain in my arm. All I had was pain in the arm, and and I had the virus in, in December, so I don't know if that mm-hmm. played a role. But it was interesting that all of a sudden it just went away. It's yeah, like it reaches just goes away. Yeah, it reaches yeah. that timeline, and it's like okay, we're done with you, and you're back to normal. So okay, Rachel, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day, Rachel Sutherland from uh, from Fox News. That is, it. I, I, did I make that number up this morning? Eighty uh, percent. Yeah, I, I saw that somewhere, and it didn't make it to my uh, to my feed this morning for some reason. And I know I sent it there, but I don't see it now. Uh, here's another one. We'll talk to Doctor Hall about. He, by the way, is in the uh, the seven o'clock hour this morning. And there's a lot of stuff. There are a couple of key issues out there that uh, that I want to speak with him about. One of them. Oh, is wow. this, did you see the number? You're not going to believe this, yeah. Uh, COVID-19, about 80% of K-12 through teachers and staff have gotten a vaccine dose. Yeah. Now, what does this say? This is from the New York Times. It says California set a date to fully reopen if all goes well. President Biden, but is this in New York or is this in the country? Nearly not 80% of school staff and childcare workers in the United States. Okay, so it is the U.S. I, that's I, I read incredible. it, and, and again, I, I didn't get it into my in my feed, but that's a great number, isn't it? Well, and then, uh, <clears throat> and, and Biden is saying, uh, what, in two weeks, uh, they're lowering it to 16 plus everybody. We're already there, but the, the rest of the country will be. And I think, uh, you know, in several municipalities, several pod sites have set up specific uh, educator only or education you know school staff clinics yeah uh across the state and uh beyond i think they made that really a priority to get the kids back to school um interesting too that there's some criticism of the cdc right now saying that they were slow out of the gate in informing people that um the belief now is and again here's one of these changes where we're told this and then we learn this and it kind of changes our belief um it, the belief is that COVID 19 does not travel on surfaces and i uh, and and we did we did get this information right it was it, it, it as much as it's a good idea to clean the surfaces which we do around here um it, it doesn't travel all that frequently via surfaces and it doesn't travel on your canned goods when you bring them into the house and all of that 
But they, they say the CDC should have been faster with this. It is an airborne disease, and that's how this thing spreads. So that makes those masks far more important uh, than cleaning every single surface in your house. That soap and water in your home will do a, a, a really good job of curbing the virus. Soap and water. Um, I also heard... Maybe there was somebody at the CDC that was, uh, you know, uh, actually, it's kind of weird. One of the guys in the uh, the head of decision-making at the CDC, his name is Robert Clorox. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe he was kind of helping out the family business. Or uh, something. Well, do you know who's second in charge over there? Is Larry Great Value. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> who's supervisor is Johnny Lysol. And uh, I, I obviously none of that is... Uh, it's true, but what? Why wouldn't they have been a little more, uh, a little quicker in letting us know that? So I, I don't see the actual study here that I heard reference, but I recently heard reference to this, and it was out of seven thousand infections, and this was not in the United States. It might have been in Europe. Only two were traced to outdoor transmission in some recent study. They well, did. and that shows you why states like Texas and Florida have done so very well. And, you know, people will be critical of New York and New Jersey uh, with all of their mandates, et cetera, et cetera. Yet these these states that have lifted their mandates are doing better. It's that outdoor. And it shows you that why were our numbers so low last summer? Outdoor. Everybody was everybody was outdoors. You did much more outdoors than you ever would have done. And we had a really great summer. This is from the BBC. It doesn't mention the actual um, the actual study. That I heard reference, but this was from about a week ago. Researchers say infections can happen outdoors, but the chances are massively reduced. Fresh air disperses and dilutes the virus. It also helps to evaporate the liquid droplets in which the virus is carried. On top of that, ultraviolet light, which comes from the sun, should kill any virus that's out in the open. So that's great news when we're talking about it's been 70 degrees for, or it's going to be 70 degrees for a few days. We've had five days, I think, of just straight sunshine. Yeah. So that's a great thing, and we are seeing the numbers come down a little bit. There's even a burn uh, restriction right now in in the area because is that right? Yeah, you're oh, not I had a small fire last you're night. You're not supposed to uh, you're not supposed to burn because it's it's so dry. And guess what? We don't have any rain in the forecast until at least Sunday right now, with temperatures pretty nice and warm. Very very warm. And uh, you talk about the UV light. That's just always amazing to me. You know, in the Albany airport, right before you get right, right after you get through security and you're going to go to your gate, they have this device. Mm-hmm. You can throw your phone in there, close uh, it down, twenty yeah. seconds, it cleans your phone. And, and we have the we have that soap. Uh, what do they call it? The soap. Uh, it's it's the UV. It's a little box you put your phone into yeah. it. You close. It I got to get one of those. And for fifteen minutes, it uh, they were sold out. During the uh, How last year. How much do you think? What do you mean? Well, for one of those boxes that I, you saw. Well, I bought, I, I bought them a few years ago for everybody uh, at Christmas time. I think they cost me like $112 or something. So a piece? A piece, yeah. So those yeah, are dude, 15 minutes. Just buy minutes. Lysol. Just buy the Lysol wipes. No, they say you don't put the, or alcohol wipes might do it. I'm not going to waste a whole Lysol wipe on my phone. But you're going to spend 112 bucks to disinfect it for Think 20 about seconds. It. Over the time they might have been, of the they, course, they, they might have been like 60 bucks or something like that. But I'm not going to waste phone. a wipe. I, They're valuable. You can't oh find them goodness. anymore. That you is can the find them. weirdest thing, Andrew, I've ever heard. <laughs> it's not weird. Okay, you're waste right. a whole wipe on my phone. That's funny. All right, a couple things. Oh uh, a couple things that we're going to get into here today. Andrew, could you get down the hall? We might as well do this now and get it out of the way. 
because uh, it's early and it, and we have a. Uh, let me just tell you what we have coming up. Brian Thomas, uh, Urban and Economic Development uh, Director uh, for the City of Utica, is on this morning, and we're going to be talking about uh, the art space uh, building next to the Stanley. Uh, where are they on this? I had everybody talking to me about that yesterday after the show. So um, the woman we had on was from Art Space yesterday. Um, and she laid everything out. That's a key issue this morning we're going to hit. Um, also, Dr. Hall is on. There's some long-hauler stuff that is people who've had the virus. One in three who have had the virus, one in three, and this might be, I, I have to dig in further on this, but it might be um, those who were hospitalized, but one in three people infected by COVID-19 have some sort of a brain issue or neurological issue. Oh, oh no! One in three, and I, I have to tell you something. I'm I, did I have before, never so. I have never been in the kind of back and shoulder pain. I have a, a a history of it. So I was in a car accident, and the left side, I think it was the seat belt, caused some issues, and I've had pain on my my left side. It'll come. It'll go. Um, I've had the uh, the sciatica and the in the, the the lower the, the lower back issue, but I've never had it in my in my right shoulder. And since December, this is and it, and it continues to get worse. Like yesterday was just brutal. Like I'm, I, I and, and I, I'm to the point now where is it from COVID? I, I really think it is. Everybody tells me that it is, or is it just progression? You know, I'm now in my mid fifties. So I, I don't know, but I can tell you this. Um, my daughter has the same exact type of pain, and she's never had. I mean, she's 18 years old. So it's very interesting to watch. But neurological brain issues, um, you hear people say, boy, I had it, and I just can't seem to think. I have this brain fog. Um, I do think that's all real. We'll talk to Dr. Hall about that stuff this morning. And also... Yesterday, the budget, they finally put a budget together. And the United Indian Nation has said if they go forward with on, online and mobile, mobile betting, it violates their deal, which would, would interrupt payments being sent to state and it'd be us too, the county, yeah. right? Joel Barkin uh, from the Oneida Indian Nation will be on this morning. We'll get uh, his thoughts um, I do think in, in uh, late-night stuff that I was watching last night, I do think legislators are aware that there are some issues there, and they plan to then work all of this out. But I don't know what that means. I think you're going to have to bring the United Indian Nation and some others in on the uh, in on the action in order to make this whole thing uh, go forward. Ryan Nobles from CNN is on as well. All right, Andrew, could you get a couple of spoons and a couple of bowls? Peanut butter? What do you... No. What are you no, no, no. A couple of spoons and a couple of bowls. Hurry up. Uh, because you guys had said you'd never had very delicious grape nuts. And they were sold out. And, and the product, they were actually out of business during COVID. And grape about, nuts was? about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they made it back in stores. And grape nuts are back. So what are grape nuts? It's a cereal. Well, it's a cereal. Well, but, but the, the, I actually had like... a I actually had a question on this. There, um, there's a whole process, and I'll get into it uh, coming up. Um, but it's uh, high in protein, 
great with uh, with Greek yogurt, or if you just want to have uh, if you just want to have a bowl of uh, of grape nuts. So um, I thought I'd pour you guys some grape nuts this morning. Also, as long as we're we're, we're and I brought milk too. I have extra. Oh milk. wow! So um, on you know what this is. Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it's chocolate or something. It is chocolate. Um, it's those uh, from this was sent by Spiro uh, over at uh, over at Norris Candy Shop in Rome. I was going to say Norris, of, but I didn't uh, want to guess home wrong. Of, home of turkey joints, and I'll pour you guys some of these. I can't leave them all here because I have. Oh, please uh, don't! I'll, I'll eat them all too. this afternoon. Oh, you're going to do it that way? Well, we don't have any I, I don't. I don't want any. Uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like grape nuts. So I, I guess here's my my question. To me, it looks like uh, oh, granola. It's, del- it's delicious. Yeah, no, I'm sure it is. And, and from what I see on the pic- from the box, it looks like it tells you to make a power parfait with yeah, some fruit yeah. and, and yogurt yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I'm, I expect I'll like this, but I guess I just I, to There's me it's crushed granola. I don't know why it's called grape. It's not. Nuts. It's not crushed granola. It's, it's been around before it's granola. The driest thing you'll ever eat. Andrew says uh, it's the driest thing I'll ever eat. Um, by the way, um, five grams of sugar, which is very, very healthy and very low considering the cereals that you probably like have yeah. 50 grams of sugar. Yeah. Um, very healthy. This is one of the cereals. So the high in protein? It's whole grain wheat flour, malted barley flour, some salt, and dried yeast. Let me pour a little bit in here. And Andrew apparently has had them before. Yeah. I feel like I've... Bring it closer so you can hear the, the sound of... Oh, yes. Oh, listen to that. The sound of the rabbit pellets. Uh, I don't. I know what this does. Bring his. I know what this does. It's the sound of rabbit pellets ricocheting off ceramic. You One would think that this... Isn't that something? Yeah, have enjoy. You're going to love grape nuts. Ooh. People were going nuts during the uh, pandemic because grape nuts shut down. The company uh, that... Post, I believe they couldn't make them anymore. Add some milk; oh. you're going to need it because it's the worst tasting cereal I've ever had. Yeah, it's it's. Can I just tell you how? Dry no, I know, but I was curious. It's dry. I don't know. Apparently, it's good for your body. Like it's good for your digestive system. I was going to say, usually you the, the sell on this is dietary fiber. You wouldn't know it by what it does in your mouth. Right? I mean, it just <laughs> it just clogs everything up in your mouth. You feel like you're going to choke to death. Try it and see what you think. I got it. Did you bring spoons by any chance? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And then when you're done, you can have some candy from... Uh, from. What are you, my mother? I'll pour these. Eat your breakfast, then you can have a snack. You can't have the candy until afterwards. All right, so while you guys uh, do that, how about the... Uh, there's a story out of Syracuse. Oh, wow. This is rough. It's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I... you want to add sugar to it. You just want to add... Uh, the I guess it probably would be good. It see, are you noticing it's not granola? You can <laughs> you can eat granola dry without an issue. Grape nuts, eh, uh, not yeah. so much. So I remember weight loss. Andrew twenty fourteen oh, wow. was uh, really into grape nuts and yogurt, but that was pretty difficult. Um, I mean, I feel like it would almost be better with yogurt because um, there is something that's soft in there, soft and creamy. Not, I mean, the milk's creamy too. Look. The milk helps. I'll be honest with you. What is? Do you think that's a full serving that you gave me? Yeah. There's a. That, this well, is that's this not is, a full serving. No. No, I don't think so. You got to have a box. I mean, it's a mug. It's like <laughs> half a mug. Yeah, but the way they do <laughs> servings nowadays, it's like half a cup is one I serving guess. on certain. I things. guess you're right. So anyway, but what my point is, I could actually, I think I could do this for breakfast, especially if there is a health benefit. 
Yeah. As opposed um, to I, slamming down two breakfast sandwiches at the local gas station. I think you're probably, <laughs> uh, you'll feel better about yourself. You think so? Especially if you're working out or that sort of thing. It's, um, you know, Wil, Wil, Wilford Brimley used to uh, talk about grape nuts. You know, grape nuts are really so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you be careful. You don't want to choke on grape nuts. You'll kill yourself. If you've about, got to go to the gas station for breakfast, <laughs> if you want to try grape nuts, put it in milk. How about the uh, the story in Syracuse? A Syracuse man in federal custody is claiming in a lawsuit that he was a sex slave of his on- Onondaga County probation officer and that oh she coerced God. and physically forced him into sexual acts over five months in 2017. The, uh, the, the probation officer uh, from Cicero previously pleaded guilty to official misconduct and resigned in October after an investigation into sexual relationships she had with two other of her male probationers. Can you believe this was going on in the Syracuse area? No. Prosecutors did not pursue charges that she physically forced herself on the men, but the lawsuit filed in March accuses the woman of using her position of authority to coerce sex and physically taking matters into her own hands, if you will. The 35-year-old man says that she was first initiated. A, she first initiated a sexual relationship with him, according to Syracuse.com, in May of 2017, as a favor for letting him take a birthday trip to Miami. So she's like, as a, a he says. Keep in mind, he's claiming this in his lawsuit that she would offer up certain, well, as we said, certain favors, as long as he would would respond with certain favors i'm just going to be honest here I'm, I, any other guy listening to this i know what the first thought that you have is you do because <laughs> this is very telling about you if uh if, what what is the thought the thought is uh, we should all be so lucky no can i see a photo i'm just curious i see I, what you're saying I, also i want to say i'm just too, curious this guy <laughs> this is probably a really unpopular opinion but if if this woman was allowing him to violate parole to take a trip to Miami, and he agreed to, you know, return well, the favor, yeah. now he's suing. Well, keep in mind that she's now been made. She's 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 left the job. She's been charged with this sort of thing, and he said, "All right, I'm going to come clean. Gonna I'm going to tell you, I I she forced me, and I was her sex slave, and uh, and and." You know, now he's already in jail. I don't know what he has to gain by all of this while he's suing. Notoriety. But but, but what I would say is reverse the gender. If this was a male doing this to a female, would we be having this conversation? We would be like, how horrible this guy is, how disgusting this man is, that he would do this. Boy, I can't wait for him to get to jail because he's going to be he's going to just be brutalized by people in jail. It'll be a tough time for him. But but it's be, because it's a woman. Jeff's asking, "What does she look like?" <laughs> think about the think about. Laugh if you want to. Don't act like you that thought didn't cross right. your mind. That, and and to be fair, I think anybody listening was thinking that, and I think even women would be wondering about that. We Here, look at things very differently. I want to bring uh, Tanya Powers into this uh, just briefly. Tanya, isn't it interesting how? It's a double standard in the world. If this were a male probation officer forcing a female um, alleged criminal into some sort of sexual activity, we would be appalled. But because it's a woman doing it to a male alleged criminal, 
all of a sudden we don't look at it the same way. It's a crazy world, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's all about the power dynamic. That's You're what right, it boils too. down to. That's that's what, right. that's what those cases all always boil down. Yeah. Anytime you have a power dynamic that is uneven, it you know that's where that's the lens you should look at this from instead mm, of the. That's brilliant. A brilliant observation. You're right. There is there is a totally different reaction yeah. if the genders are switched mm-hmm. than what you would normally expect. Um, but when you frame it as one person has the power over another one and they're exacting something to get something from that person because they can, that's a whole different, you know, maybe maybe it's a different way of looking at it. Maybe, Tanya, men are not pigs. People in power are pigs. Yes. And I, and you kind of wonder, it's all, it's always been predominant that, uh, that men were the ones that were in positions of power, but the world is changing. And is it possible that men were just men were just acting out because they were placed in these positions where they abused their power? Uh, well, yeah. men have traditionally been in, in positions of power, and that right. is still traditionally the way that that it is. Mm-hmm. Mean, you know, that's just the, that's just a fact. It's the way it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not right for it's not right for either one. Especially, like I said, if there's a power dynamic and one person yeah. has it and yeah. the other person doesn't, and they're using that against them, that's you know. That's not okay. I uh, completely agree with what Tanya just said. Just one more thought. I just It struck me as odd, the use of the word, I was her sex slave, where it sounds, and again, I don't know this, but it sounds on the surface like it's more of a, you need a favor, I need a favor. Not a, because when you think of sex slave, you think of like a child in a basement, you know, that's. Well, what's interesting, too, at least is, that's what is, I think of. I almost feel like the man, it's easier for a man, it would be easier for a man to admit that this happened. Whereas if you were a That's female, a if you're a female, uh-huh. it becomes, it's far, the, uh, the, the, the way people look at it is, is far more negatively and shameful. Whereas this guy, he's just, all right, I'm going to admit it. Yeah. I was, I was her, taken advantage yeah. of. I had a great and, time. And it is, it does show you how far we have come, but how far we still have to go. It's uh, it's very interesting. Uh, but you bring up a great point, Tanya. Uh, you put us all in the right place here this morning. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We could never be put in the right place. That's the problem. But we were, we're plenty <clears throat> of the time put in our place, I'll say. Um, okay. So we were just talking about the fact that uh, during COVID-19, during the pandemic, there was uh, there were certain things, that uh, products that were, there was a shortage. You know there was a shortage of toilet paper at one point. There was a shortage of paper towels, cleaning mm-hmm. supplies, Clorox wipes, toilet paper we mentioned, uh, uh, grape nuts. We just uh, are tasting grape nuts here in the studio this morning and realizing that uh, cardboard might taste better. <laughs> but there was a huge shortage of grape nuts, and now they're back. There's another item out there, right, that uh, there's, there's that now we're, we're now looking at a shortage of. Yes. There is. What is um, it? Mm. It is ketchup, and I don't. I'm not talking about the ketchup at the actual product of ketchup. I'm talking about one of the forms of it. Oh, um, the big bottles, like the bulk bottles of the yep. kind you buy in the grocery store, they're fine. You know, don't everybody run out to the, <laughs> to right, the nearest grocery store and yeah. clean the shelves out. Um, I'm talking about the little packages, the little individual packets that okay. restaurants give you when you usually get takeout or something. Okay, um, because of you know, COVID and the restrictions around shared items, even yeah. when you're dining in, the uh, CDC has recommended right. that you don't have shared items. Like you, there's not a ketchup dispenser on the table. You know, there's, there's, when you go to Starbucks, 
there's not the little condiment area where you can go put your own sugar and cream and everything right. in there. That's that's right. all gone. It's behind the counter now um, because they don't want people sharing stuff. Well, same deal with ketchup. So as a result, not only due to the increase of people ordering takeout and picking up and delivery and all that for the last year, um, but even, like I said, when dining in, they give you the individual packets of ketchup. Mm-hmm. And Heinz says they've got, you know, they're looking at a shortage now. They're working um, to increase the supplies, of course. Uh, they apparently confirmed this to USA Today yesterday. They, they said they're adding manufacturing lines. Uh, they're looking to amp up their production about 25% to churn out more than 12 billion packets a year. Wow. Um, like I said, there's several reasons for the, the shortage. I don't think the blockage of the Suez Canal helped um, because that, you know, put a put a snarl in the supply chain globally, you know, with a whole lot of things affected by that. Some Even some kinds of coffee were affected by that. Um, but even uh, time has been looking at how to um, kind of approach this. Even last November, they had announced that they're adding a new no-touch dispenser hmm. for restaurants. Oh, okay. So you don't have to actually, like, share the ketchup bottle. Like with, your so- like like with, uh, like with, uh, with soap. Uh, where yes. you, you don't have to touch yes. or, or the handle of the of the uh, of the faucet. You so know what are they going to do? Mount the ketchup uh, dispenser to the to the booth. Like if you're in a booth, well, it's I mean, on the wall, and you no, just you could have run it your in, plate under it at a, a station. Yeah. You could still have it as, if you're not touching it. You could still have it at a station. Yeah, you know, like when you go like to Five Guys or whatever, and they yeah. have the, the little dispenser where you push the lever right. down and you fill up the little paper cup with mm-hmm. ketchup and stuff like that. They could have one of those. It's like a no touch kind of thing and. You just bring it to your table or whatever. I, I have to tell um, you that uh, I bring my wife with me for those things. Um, she has an endless supply of, uh, of the wipes that she'll whip out, and all of a sudden we're we're wiping off some dispenser. Or God forbid we get on an airplane. She's wiping everything down. She's really good oh, at that stuff. So she she sounds yeah. like she she sounds like me. I mean, yeah, you got to be that way. I'm all right with it. We're prepared, which yeah. means none of y'all guys ever get to make fun of what's in our purse again. Okay, that's a very good point. We are I'll not there. We are not prepared. You know what is interesting too is the pandemic has uh, has changed our priorities. Prior to this, the priority would be we must get rid of these uh, these little ketchup packets. Because of the environment, um, it's uh, it's creating more waste than we need, and now we're not worried about that. Now it's all about the pandemic. Uh, yeah, uh, it it is kind of weird how your how your priorities change. Yeah. It, it's yeah. weird how your framing of things changes. With you know, I I can't I don't I don't really I'm not I'm not thrilled about the idea of going you know back to normal and touching all the things that everybody else. You're right. Yeah. Yep, you're absolutely right. All right, uh, very interesting stuff there, Tanya. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Uh, Tanya G. Powers from Fox News. Two things quickly. One, Kenan Stitfill says the only way to eat grape nuts is with lots of sugar and let them get soggy. Trust me, it's fantastic. I think if you add a ton I agree. Of- I, you add the sugar, I love the crunchiness of it. Yeah, the, I mean, adding a ton of sugar takes away any most of the health benefits, but you could, letting it you sit could, here and get a little softer, it is it much helps. more, yeah. yeah, it's a lot easier to get down. And there's a, uh, by the way, they are, as Mike says, enjoy grape nuts, the product that has neither grapes nor nuts. <laughs> That's true. That's why I kept yeah. asking, what is it? It was initially marketed as a natural cereal that can enhance health, health and vitality and as a food for the brain or nerve centers, the lightweight and compact nature nutritional value and resistance to spoilage made it a popular food in the 1940s. Um, 
It is. Wow. It was made, and here's how it's made. It's a breakfast cereal made from flour, salt, and dried yeast. Uh, w C W Post, by the way, is the person who developed it. Um, this was one of our Hobika questions a while back. A former patient and later competitor of the 19th century breakfast food innovator, uh, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. Yes. Uh, Post originally developed the product as a batter that came from the oven as a rigid sheet, which was then broken into pieces and run through a coffee grinder to produce the nut-sized kernels that you were just chewing on. And that was one of our questions during the pandemic for the Habaika Free Money question. That was one of our questions um, because it was you couldn't find it anywhere on shelves. They they had stopped making it because of the pandemic. I know nobody cares about my health food recommendations. I mean, look at me. Why would you listen to those things? But I will say this. From my standpoint, eating something like this is a healthy option for breakfast. I'd kill for it because I can't eat any of that stuff on the diet I'm trying to be on. You which can't is, do grape nuts? No, 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 nothing like that. You can't have cereal or anything. like. If you're on a low-carb like, I, Are there I can, a lot of carbs in this? Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, absolutely. you just ruined anything, it for me now. Anything like that has, yeah, has but a ton look, of carbs. I could see, I could see like a cheer, like a not a Cheerios, like a you cocoa. Know, do you know how many carbs there are in this? Uh, by the way, we were just talking about ketchup. Uh, Heinz makes a no sugar added ketchup, and it must be like a stevia or something. It's in a it. brand new thing, yeah. And right? I get that ketchup. Okay, it's been it around has, for a while. It has per serving. It has been around at least I've since I've been on this diet. Per serving, it's one gram of carbs. Uh, a regular per serving ketchup uh, yeah. uh, would be like 16, 18 grams. Do you know how many grams in a, in a serving of carbohydrates? 47 grams of carbs. In, it's all carbs. This is all carbs. Hmm. So it's not for, I'm still trying to pick it all out of my teeth here today. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, it'll go away after a couple of weeks. So am I better off? <laughs> am I better off with the breakfast sandwich from the gas station? Or I'm going to tell you, I I like the diet, the low carb diet. What I would highly recommend is, unless you plan on staying on it for the rest of your life, don't go on it because the minute you get off, you're going to balloon and gain weight. You'll gain all what you lost and then some. Um, yeah, that's the truth. And, you know, somebody said instead of putting sugar on the grape nuts, you mentioned stevia. It's uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you put on there, too. Some people have a reaction to or that. Honey though. of the Raw or whatever the heck. Yeah. Uh, Bill and Marla in, uh, in Herkimer. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, guys. Happy hump day. It's Wednesday. Yep. It's going to yes, be a beautiful day. Hey, He's been waiting uh, all week to tell it, us that. It's, it's <laughs> probably going to hit 70 today, maybe a little warmer than that. Um, we'll start out cloudy, but sunshine coming through the afternoon It's going to be a beautiful day and a beautiful rest of the week. It's going to be beautiful for people on Social Security and SSI. Why today. is that? Why is that? Um, we're finally getting our stimulus today. Oh, most, okay. Yeah, for uh, for a lot of them, you know, it's uh, it's in there today for people that want to check their accounts. So you get you know, the uh, so so you would get the what is it fourteen hundred dollars? Yeah, me, uh, Marlo, and I both get it. Um, I'm on retirement, and she's on disability. So, okay. Um, and the beauty is SSI or Social Security. I think it's railroad uh, people too, also veterans. Okay. And the beauty um, is they don't. Uh, they don't. Uh, it's not taxed, right? You just you get the no, raw fourteen hundred bucks in your account. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's not taking us to lunch. Your account. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's not, it doesn't count towards your income. Okay. All right. 
So, and with the great nuts, one thing, uh, when I was growing up, my dad used to put hot water over them. Okay. He had them soak, then he dumped the water out and put uh, milk in there with confectionery sugar. Oh, I bet that was delicious, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, and shredded weed, he used to do the same thing. I do, so, I do remember shredded weed, and uh, that shred, you want, with shredded wheat, you also want to, um, we put hot water on that or hot milk, and... Yeah. You you want you want to be crunching the sugar when you eat that stuff. At least that's what <laughs> right. it was like for me, anyway, as a kid. Okay, uh, thanks. Hey, I just thought to give that information. Uh, All right. people might not know. Big day today for Social Security. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank yeah, you. A lot of eagles today. All right, uh, stay out of the stores today. They're going to be packed. People are going to be out there <sighs> spending their money. Um, all right, we got through grape nuts, um, whole milk. Uh, you guys good with whole milk? Um, that's yeah, got a little yeah. extra sweet than what I'm used Adds to. a little right. I, I drink skim, so whole is uh, is a real treat. And um, there you go. Ketchup One gram packets, of fat. Shortage. Ketchup packets. Big shortage. So if you have those, hold on to them. Wow. Otherwise, uh, grape nuts are back in the stores now. A lot of pro- protein. You know, five grams of dietary fiber. Almost anything you look at. It's dietary actually, fiber is two grams or less. It's actually very good for you. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the other thing the, me, the other thing that's back in the uh, the stores now is uh, Lysol and Clorox wipes. You can find them in stores again. Um, very interesting. Um, the shortage you will not see. I don't think a lot of fifty percent off deals this week on Easter candy because the stores were wiped out of Easter candy this year. It's uh, pretty crazy. But if you want really delicious Easter candy, I brought in chocolates from Norris Candy this morning. So what a six o'clock hour filled with food and treats. Well, I, I figure here at the radio studio. If I've uh, I get through the whole serving of grape nuts, I think I deserve a snack. I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll be you'll be oh. craving some sort of well, liquid. It's sitting right now. Oh. Did you eat yours? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.